When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. News team, assemble! It's back and bigger than ever. It's the unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com. Now, here's the entire Soonerscoop crew Carrie, Josh, Eddie, and Bob. The unofficial 40 podcast right here on Soonerscoop.com where the entire gang is joining us for a week that I am curious how it's going to turn out uh, on the show. We've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. We uh, just were out of practice and talked to Brent Venables yesterday. Uh, you guys were out there in the early portion. It seemed like a lot of stretching. I uh, had some business I was back here taking care of, uh, you know, how it goes. Business that you don't really even want to be doing, but you have to do it. Uh, not taking a poop like uh, some people. Um, I did that last week, by the way. So don't feel bad, Eddie. Everybody poops, just like that commercial. Is this really how we're going to start it? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Ah! It's weird. Just meandering around. It's just weird. You don't like talking about your poop? Okay, we found out something interesting about I, I, Edward. It's just a f***ing strange way. <laughs> You're going to be taking F-bombs out of this the entire way now. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Oh. No, I, so, I, Bob, I, really wanted to, I really wanted to talk about uh, Eddie's week. It's been a big week for him. Have I don't want there to be tailgating on Lindsay Street now. <laughs> Why is that? Because we talked about your poop? It's just weird. Everybody poops. I was late. The pod was late last week because I had to poop. It happens. I'm Strange. very regular, though. Like, as soon as the radio show is over, I'm going. We're still going. Yeah. We're still talking about it. <laughs> See, I think this is one of the rare moments Carrie and I are on the exact same page here. I'm like, I couldn't give a crap about this. Oh, wow. Didn't even go for that one, but that happened anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, no, we had the merch launch this week. Uh, a lot of work went into it. I really enjoyed it. I think Eddie and I were both sick of watching the video by the time we were yeah, ready to release it. it yeah, yeah, you would definitely reach reach that point for sure. There was so many editing and like you go in there and it's like, okay, that's a second too long. We need to cut that. Like you just, it, it, I hope everybody enjoyed it. I think everybody enjoyed it, but you know, um, but it's been great. I, I can't uh, thank you guys enough for the response so far to uh, the uh, Make Lindsay Street Great Again. I've noticed that Big Tailgate is already trying to put a damper on it by ranking Oklahoma the number one pregame atmosphere. Yeah, in I don't the Big think 12. those people have been to Dorman. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was just, I, you the know. Algorithm didn't, no. Strange. <laughs> it was very strange, yeah. I mean, look, I think the people that are out tailgating have a good time. It's just not the same without Lindsay Street. No, it's not. And, it has, and I think everybody a, says that. I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah, I, I've never heard a visiting fan base come in and be like, this was a great time. Like, that, that you know, it's just, it's okay. Like, it can it's be just better. A, yep. 
It can be a lot better. I'm curious. It, it could be great. Yeah, I'm curious to know, you know, what all... And that's one thing I like about the SEC move is fans are going to get to go and see what an SEC pregame is like and, and how crazy it is there. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Iowa State's got a really good tailgating scene. It's pretty cool. Uh, Kansas State's cool, but it's just in a parking lot, so it's like an NFL yep. pregame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's basically what Iowa State's is. Yeah. Just in that big parking lot that separates uh, Jack Trice and Hilton. Yeah. But it's just, it's it's all in one place, though. Well, because a good tailgate scene, Stillwater has a good tailgate Stillwater's scene. Stillwater's excellent, yeah. I don't know. They've really dropped the ball, though. I don't really look at Waco as a tailgating place. Everybody's on their boats and stuff. That's not really a tailgating scene. No. And half the fan base probably doesn't even drink, so... Well, they just say they don't. They 100% say they don't drink. I don't know. I can tell you that as a Baptist. You've never, they've never had a drink. I didn't drink in high school. Well, they were drinking on everything was that was David Koresh was serving. <laughs> okay. So now you're back on track. I appreciate that. Uh, no, uh, look. I think, you know, what we're seeing in practice is we're finally getting down to kind of the nuts and bolts and getting to talk to Brent Venables. And, you know, outside of leaving out Anton Harrison yesterday, uh, which Just caused a, a small massive panic, deal. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys kind of relate. I think you relayed that on the board, like, right? Like, he's been the starting ta- left tackle yeah, like going back to the spring. Yeah, I think he, he was through Monday. Him. He just I forgot. Mean, he was right? out there yesterday at practice. He was running with the ones at practice when we were out there just waiting. Yeah. So, I mean, he just forgot about him. He started rattling off names and, uh, just happened to forget Anton Harrison, the starting left tackle. It's probably just because he's such a known, and he and Brent was probably That's focused on I guys. Was, I think he was yes, just trying to up yeah, get bit. names that had had yeah. a good camp so far. Which it, it, Anton Harrison's in a strange position because he was a starter. Nobody liked him last year, uh, but he is the most established starter on the offensive line, returning, isn't he? Except for Murray, Chris, I mean, Chris Murray, Murray, but nobody yeah. likes him either. Why? I mean, penalties, lots of them. Not that many. People just as a whole didn't like the line last year because they thought they'd be so much better, and they never they and they never felt like they got better during the course of the season either. It never like oh now this group's starting to play elite level. It, it never felt like that. Well, because they'd show it to you for a second, like yep. in the Texas game. You're like, okay, here it goes. It's all coming together now, and then now, just not at all. So that that was. It was. I mean, I, I, I get why fans would have some frustration with the offensive line because, I mean, there there is a lot of kind of living on reputation for the last few years yep. where it just hasn't been to the level we're all familiar with. And, you know, I, I don't think it's I, – I think we all know why we think it got there and why it tailed off at the time on the timeline it did. But, that you know, we, we've got to see it to prove that that's what the, the story is. The conspiracy has just hit another level. Eddie's just... Been... I might run this university. <laughs> I think that there's a chance that I run the University of Oklahoma. Just because they do what you tell them not to OU do? OU announces expansion of private tailgating areas ahead of 2022 football season. Like, what do these sons of bitches I don't understand? I told you that that's what they were going to do when they knocked the butt over, didn't I? Yeah. I told you. I said, they're just going to give this the to the private tailgating yelling. stuff. Yep. 
The private tailgating footprint will now include two expanded areas. Like all this reads to me is is give us money to give us run money a bullshit to be tailgate. here. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and, and to tell you what the, we can and can't do. That yep. was the thing when they took away Lindsay is when they started the private tailgate company stuff over yes, there on the I other side. That. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I could see that come. I was like, this is a racket. Like, and now it's a bigger racket. And you know what? We should probably be out there selling t-shirts on that corner now. We Prime time chased area. Chased away. Yep. Or sued like we're being now for another t-shirt. Or threatened to cease and desist, I guess, is not really. Well, C&D. Being sued. There's no, wrong, there's no problem with that. It's a well. Let me ask you a question. Are they going to allow frat dudes to do cocaine in the uh, porta potties at this place, or what? (laughs) Is this a real tailgate or is this a fake tailgate? It's a fake tailgate. it's a private. Absolutely, they're they're charging people money. These are people who don't tailgate that that will because they get to pay for the pleasure to tailgate. This isn't. This isn't. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you pay to get a spot, are you allowed to welcome pores in to eat your food? Probably not. You probably have to have a uh, wristband. Have, there was oh, no my God. Wrist- you have to have a wristband and a badge just to get into the I area? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Holy shit. I remember going into uh Big the tailgate thing over, really is a thing now. I do remember, like, back in the day, going over to the uh, pregame tailgate over at the indoor facility. And you would just, well, yeah, like... the Sooner Club thing, yeah. Sooner Club. And then, was it the Sooner Club that would put that together? Or the O Club? One of the two. I but think you would go in both, yeah. and you would basically just send somebody in that was of age, get a couple wristbands, and then he would take the wristband off, give right. it to you. Right. You would put it on, and then he'd go get That's another how you one. Get That's beer. how you would get beer. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody really ever cared. That's what we're trying to get back to. Not this corporate It's too corporate. Tailgating. It's too corporate. They're trying to make too much money off of you. I'm not telling you not to participate, but, I mean, we can do better. It can be better. Just kind of sad. I mean, I really do make think money that off of you and buy our shirts to show them how. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We'll stick. That it to is you. correct. That's yeah, the business. We're one. doing it for the for for you <laughs> for though. People. Yes. And your money goes to people who care about you. Should I just tweet at the OE Athletics account that just tweeted this out uh, a link to the T-shirt? How much trouble would we get in for that? Ooh, Ooh man, I've, is it I've, worth it? See, that was always my thing with Rush Three Drop Eight. Uh, I never wanted to make like a post on like a Lincoln Riley post or something. It, although I wanted to really, really bad. It would have gotten you the block. You know it would. I know it, it would have got. And I don't care about being blocked by Lincoln, but it's just I. I'm not that shady of a businessman. And it's, it's not shady. It's 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 a little shrewd, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. You, you should have told shady. me. I would have happily done it. I I, I have no scruples. I'm trying to find things. the tweet right now, actually, because I, I have to see. OU it. Athletics just tweeted out: Campus announces expanded reserve tailgating on Lindsay Street and surrounding areas beginning this fall. We reserve have... your Walk of Champions or Bud Lawn tailgate. Today. Bud Lawn. There it is. Interesting. If we if we could do it with the Shop Sooner Scoop account. Because if they get blocked, who cares? They're not going to block me. They already follow me. These people. They follow me, too. They're, it's fun. It, we're, it's all in good fun. Right? It's all in good fun. But that's why we can't have Lindsay Street, because of this shit. I know. Yep. Well, I don't know. What, what was the ever, like... I truly don't even know the reasoning behind. Was it the new dorms or was it even okay. before that? Before I jump to conclusions here, 
It says private tailgating areas. Do you have to pay for those? That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, 100%. percent mm-hmm. Yeah, I so think it's going to be the areas. same thing. There's a, that, uh, I'm trying to go through. You talk amongst yourselves. And then I'll scream when I see what I don't want to see. <laughs> I'm sure that it's being well, run by the well, same no company. No, 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 no. It says idea. right here. It says, it says fans will be permitted to set up tailgate equipment beginning at noon on the day prior to the scheduled football home games. But how do you get access to... There is oh, no, 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 that's saying, no, 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 that's saying the, the public tailgating will remain unchanged from last season. So, yeah, they're just, doing I think this. that they're talking about on Lindsay street though, right? Like they're, I'm talking, we're talking about across the street from the stadium. They're well, talking about on the corner of Lindsay and Jenkins, right? Yes. Where the bud was. It is a little bit funny that we released that on Monday and you know that they've been planning to release this, <laughs> you know, like days ahead. Perfect timing. By yeah, it was, it was perfect timing. I'm sure we'll get a cease and desist for some reason for that shirt, too. I hope so. I I, I, I hope, actually do hope so. I hope every shirt that we because release then we got a lawsuit. is a cease and desist. I hope it ends in a cease and desist. That'd be fun for me. And I hate to tell it, but we just ordered more shirts than any other shirt we've ever had. So Very nice. If you want to tell us oh. you can sell out the rest of your stock, we'll, be, we'll do quite well. Thank you. That's we right. should send like a before and after, like basically before you guys put that out and then like three hours after where the shelves are just empty and there's nothing left. I mean, nobody. I mean, that's basically of, how it was yesterday. Outside yeah. of our social media profile, like no one, most casual fans don't even know this, this whole make Lindsay Street great again thing exists. Like it's only going to spread. Like we start Eddie, I'll give Eddie credit. He started shipping out stuff last night. Like that's when that starts floating around and people are like where'd you get that it could get really big be unfortunate (laughs) (laughs) that is amazing that we just put that out and then this happens well it's direct response i run the university oh a map indicating designated until the the list is like brent venables thad turnip seed me that's the that's the current list right now of running the university. Joe Harris is fourth. I'm the highest Panther on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that you're really angry about this. Well, I'm not angry. I don't really care to be honest with you, but it's just funny to me. It's embarrassing. I mean, people it's, are going to come to the when like when OU enters the SEC. And people from like wherever, I mean, even Podunk, Mississippi State, come in mm-hmm. and gonna be like, "This is this what is it, it is. This is what <laughs> tailgating, this is, what is, tailgating in is in Norman." Yeah, exactly. Well, th- the problem is th- this is only going to last for a year until Thad and Britt build what they want to build right there. Well, I know. I j- it's just like they need to have a centralized tailgating location and not a place where people all they care about is making money off of the the OU fan, right? And I'm, but that's that'll what, rub that's people the wrong way. But that's essentially why we got to cease and desist the other days because they feel like we're taking away some of their money by having a shirt with a, a wagon on it, like we're infringing upon their right to sell. No, I, mean, I don't care. Really, they're just playing into our hand, into my hands. I just <laughs> like they do. They not think that I'm going to comment on this. They want Ward. They don't want you on Lindsay Street. Join the movement. Send <laughs> done. <laughs> Did you do that? Just yeah. Just now? Hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, we after the after the uh It's fun and we're having a big goof. Exactly. Like if if people are going to get serious about that, then they just don't. I mean, it's just like a sign you don't get it. 
That's right. Like well, if they don't think joke. it's We're funny, fun. then our landlord's going to come to us and say, yeah, uh, Sooner Club says you have to get out of here. They won't say that. <laughs> well, then we got another lawsuit, breaking the lease. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't just, expect today to be, this is how we go down finally at SoonerScoop.com. Yeah, I'd rather be canceled than, like, actually, like, <laughs> you know. Last week was out. the concern of people suing our ass, and now we're going to just sue everybody instead. <laughs> so, anyway, yes, we have a situation developing. We will keep you abreast of our response uh, to it. Is this worse? Is this, is this Big Bread, Big Dairy really coming to life? Like was this somewhat? Was this the corruption all along? I mean, it, it could be. OU and tailgating. I just running the running the average man for a off university a that likes to say that they love their fans so much. They they truly sometimes it feels like they hate the fan, like the average fan, not the person that's given a lot of money or the person that's buying a tailgating spot. <laughs> Or anything like that. I'm dead serious. No, I see what you're saying. I'm just right. laughing because I mean, you said that, the guy that's giving money. Well, I mean, it is. It's true. The fan that gives more money give, gets that's better opportunities. Yeah, yeah it's always it's, been it's, like that. It's like that, at, that every at every university. Every university, yes. But at, at the same time, I feel like the average fan usually gets shit on by OU. They do. And I think, I, I think at every university... People struggle to see that, yeah, I, I get that the big donors are going to get there, you know, like, and that makes sense. I, there's a business there. It, it's, we've got to be realistic. At the same time, it's hard to quantify how much those tens of thousands of fans bring to you through everything they do collectively. Like, I, I don't think, I don't always, I think that gets overlooked a lot. Like, is, well, those guys, they don't give, a, they don't sign a check for a million dollars. Yeah, but they're part of why your TV deal is huge because you've got 50,000 people watching every time you, you know, anything with an OU shirt is on. Like, I mean, that is, that, that has value. It's just harder to quantify it. Well, and it's kind of like, it, it's with everything. They're just protecting what is theirs. Uh, it is, it, it's like the NIL stuff that's frustrating. It's like, well, do NIL, but don't make it our colors. Like, and don't use our logo. Like, it, it's almost like, like the coldest can't say Nebraska. Thank you. That drives me crazy. <laughs> I play in Lincoln. I, I play in Lincoln <laughs> I, or for for Lincoln. Doesn't the uh, start of that commercial sound like a porno? Yeah, the, go with back the lady and, and the baby. The lady talking. <laughs> yeah, her the, voice is like echoing off the walls. It's like that's a porno. It's really strange now that, like, if you watch it again and have a little bit of, uh, you know, like a uh, techno music in the background, mm -hmm. it seems like it's a porno. Maybe like the, like those old keyboard violin sounds they used to have in uh, softcore yeah. porn on HBO. Kind of a little bit, yeah, yeah. Eddie, I feel like this is a TikTok waiting for you to create it. <laughs> what kind? Well, maybe where uh, you're in a porno uh, with a football player. <laughs> I'll pass. Please come to fix your air conditioning. I'll pass. Eddie doesn't play in Lincoln. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know he. I didn't know he couldn't say Nebraska. I. I just saw the beginning. I haven't seen the whole I, thing. I didn't know he couldn't. I just assumed it because I, the I, way he says it. I was exactly. like, exactly. Mm -hmm. But Nebraska's a state. That's the thing. It's the same thing with OU. It's all ridiculous. It's like maybe if he said he plays in Nebraska, he'd be okay. But you can't say four. At play in Nebraska because like yeah. yeah I just play in the state yeah it would be weird no matter I, what I play for the state of Nebraska could you say that <laughs> I wonder like 
<laughs> I mean, it's got to be some kind of wiggle room in there. Man. Uh, but no, I mean, all of this stuff is about controlling the money. Squeezing every ounce you can out of what you have. I oh, mean, it is. And we're no different. I mean, look at all, we, we're being hypocrites. I mean, we open the merch store and you guys give us 10 bucks a month and now we're asking for more and we're asking you to buy shrimp. But it's a you good, know? it's a, it's a, it's a goof. I will sell anything that people will buy. Anything. I do not care. I'm a little upset that Carrie gives away the stickers for free. You know, that, let's just be honest about it. <laughs> It would cost us more to ship than we make in profit. <laughs> That's why we give them away. Like, Eddie and I want to do koozies. Right? You really can't sell individual koozies. No, we'll give those away to the fraternities and the people of Norman. And We're here for the common man. Will we give it away to the tailgaters? Should we give it away yeah. to the private tailgaters? Be like, no. It'd be like a, <laughs> one of those mini Bibles. You just start walking on campus just giving up Some people say that a game day koozie is more important than a Bible. I don't say that, but some people do. <laughs> sure, some do. Yeah, oh, it's certainly more important on a Saturday. There's no way we're going to hear about this. I've never had a Bible keep a beer cold. <laughs> fact, fact. You just put my head in the blender there <laughs> yeah, for a that, second. I mean, that's a. Those fact. are the facts. That's a fact. bad. I mean, you can't you can't argue with that point. It's it's just true. I think we have to move on from this discussion. I mean, we're all a little upset. It is weird that it came out right during the pod. I'm not upset. I think it's perfect. Do you think they knew we were recording? They're watching us from the damn building. Yeah, oh, they bugged the building. It. Like Joe C is up in the Sooner Club with his ear to the ground right now, just listening you down. You can't hear stuff if you uh, like listen closely. Not like upstairs or anything, but just within these walls. I guess mm -hmm. it's because the walls don't have tops on them. Or so, I guess the other one doesn't. And the... Front room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can hear stuff in the front room. Whatever. Football. It's football season. It's feel, it feels like football weather out there today. It's nice. We've got it some rain. Really nice. Oh, that's uh, yesterday sucked being out there. Mike Morgan that said that yesterday was the last uh, 100 degree day for the year of 2022. I'm down for that. I don't know if I believe it. I said this morning, I will insurrect Channel 4. In Mike, do you? No, I have, I have zero trust. If, if it is 100 degrees on September 3rd, I will go to Channel 4 and take hostages. <laughs> well, we have a lot of 90s coming up, but I don't know about 100s. I can deal with that. I think that's that's what they're... Really 104 saying. has just been awful. Like, every day, 104, 104, 104. Well, that's been the deal in Houston this year. Like, it's usually, when you guys are 104, it's 92 or 93, especially with me living closer to the water, but, like, the humidity makes up the difference, right? This summer... It's been like 98 with that humidity, and it is a world of difference. Like, you, you just cannot go outside midday. It's well, I noticed like yesterday, so we're, we're standing in, on top of asphalt for like 30 minutes waiting for practice to finish. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I can't wait to get on some grass or something. And then I noticed by, after Brent was done and we were standing there, it felt just as miserable standing on that grass as it did in, on top of asphalt. I mean, it was The rugby horrific. fields are going to make a man out of you. The Junction Boys. So far, it's been. It, you know what? It, it was hot as hell. You know what's yesterday. funny is when you guys texted uh, that uh, TD Roof was in a sling and in street clothes. I first thought, what did Ted Roof do at practice to hurt himself? Like, no, it's a son, idiot. 
But your I mean, brain that, does autofill that e sometimes. Yeah, I you're, know you're it was weird. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting, not just that Brent confirmed the injury, but that he said he was the only major injury that they've had in the spring. Yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of guys out. Like Chris, Chris Murray was in a boot. Jaden Rowe, Kobe McKenzie were practicing off to the side. But I, I think Brent will be truthful when it comes to that stuff. So I'm going to take him at his word for now. Yeah, Jalen Redman was back. Slight concussion from last week. He was back at practice. So TD Roof, I, that that felt like that was the only serious one. Like Javante Barnes was back after missing first couple weeks. So was Ben Tavius Thompson. So we'll we'll see how forthcoming Brent is once the season actually gets here, though. Outside of that, what what were your takeaways from yesterday, Bob? Yeah, I mean, because that was a lot of it. A lot of it was just seeing after the physicality that they've been preaching and the scrimmage, how was the health of the team looking? And it look, it still looks pretty good. And I think you're starting to get some answers to the questions that you wanted, like with Billy Bowman, with a Marcus Major, David Aguaybe. You need those guys to make the next step to take that leap if OU is going to be as good as everyone wants them to be in 2022. It does suck about T.D. Roop. I was genuinely excited to see him play football this year. Yes, you were. And I think that, you know, they do lose a little bit of leadership just as far as on-field leadership. He was a guy that's obviously played a lot of football. Uh, You know, I don't know if I was going to sit here, and I wrote it on the board. I don't know if I'd sit here and say that he was going to be an all-conference type guy, but I do think that he would have been a really nice part to this team or nice key to this team, especially in a linebacker room that, you know, I, I think that they need some leadership and or guys that have been around the block before. What, what's funny is we think that room's pretty deep and Brent flat out said there's well, not a lot of depth. I, I, I think it's a that little you challenge take, to the young guys. Probably. I think you take that with a grain of salt. Like it's <laughs> never going to be good enough for Brent. <laughs> oh God, for Brent. No. <laughs> right. But I mean, because they're down TD and they then have Kobe, but everybody else was still out there Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, it really becomes like, in you know, the only thing that he said yesterday was, you know, Deshaun White versatile, which means he's playing outside uh, instead of inside, and he didn't really mention though about Canick, um, you know, where he's playing. I, I would assume he's an inside guy, but. Yeah, he, I mean, last Monday he was with the safeties for a little bit. Was he? So okay. I was wondering, is he being primed, you know, groomed for that cheetah spot? It's interesting, but yeah, it I makes mean, all the sense I, in the world. I think it, what it, it also tells you that you know he likes a gray boo and he likes he likes um, Stutzman. Yep. Which so, I mean, these they basically said these are two inside guys over a guy who's been playing inside the last couple of years. And starting, yeah. So where did, where White goes from here? In, interesting to see the personnel of what that first eleven is going to look like. A lot of possibilities. The, but the thing about it is, is like, how often is that outside linebacker going to be on the field? Bingo. Because I mean, especially if you're playing, like, are we back to the Caleb Kelly Will <clears throat> Will Johnson thing where they go back and yeah. forth? I have a lot more faith in uh, Brent Venables pulling the strings on that than I do uh, previous. Yeah, no doubt. But And outside of that, I mean, I thought there was a lot of praise for the running backs yesterday and that just that group in general. 
Yeah, I mean, we've been waiting for Major to physically and mentally both be there. It sounds like finally reached reach that point. Maybe as people were starting to like give up on him and look toward others, that's when he's rising up to the occasion. Sounds like Gavin Sawchuk really took advantage. With Barnes being out, that allowed Gavin to get a lot more reps compared, you know, because he wasn't here during the spring. So him arriving in the summer, he could use all the reps that he could possibly that he could possibly get the last couple of weeks. Now Barnes back, you got a full full stable of backs, and just kind of see who uh, works themselves out to being like that third guy. You know, it was it kind of disappointing. Um, I think it was announced early that we'd have offensive and defensive coordinators this week, and then it didn't. We just had Brent. Am I making that up in my head? You are making that up in your head. Hmm. It was never announced. Yeah, I thought an email was sent out saying that there'd be the goal was we we were hoping we'd be back to coordinators and players Mon- Monday Tuesday, but it, it was never announced that we were at, we were getting. Ruth I thought that Levy. was in the email. It's my nope. mistake. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it brings up the question: like, why aren't we back? Like. What was in the emails that we're going to get Roof and Levy Mondays at the luncheon? We're going to get all oh, three. Oh, okay. That's what I'm confused at, on. Yeah. At the Monday Yeah, they'll luncheon. be in the mid-afternoons, and then we'll do all players in the evening. But, I mean, like, yesterday's a good example. Like, why not let us talk to the coordinators? Like, talk to Bill Biedenboe. Then you wouldn't have the Anton Harrison confusion. Um, although, you know, Bill's not a guy that gives up a whole lot of information at this point in camp either because he's pushing everybody he has been before like early in camp yes. he'll, he'll usually delve into yeah. a pretty long list of like what's what mm-hmm. i don't know well because when you, you talk about nine it's like save on bird a part of that nine yeah. like how how does this really this when you know Conjol, bill, when you know yeah, bill yeah. plays five basically i mean he, he's gonna not fumble around is not, not the right word to say it, but he's going to go into the season and he is going to jumble around with his starting lineups and he's going to find five guys that really work well together and he's, they're going to stick with that. Like, for instance, yesterday the starting line was basically when we were standing out there. I, I think we can say that. I've been getting a lot of spam oh. risks as well lately. It, Sorry, I turned my phone on because I wanted to hear all the incoming orders. Which we've had none. <laughs> there have been zero. There's been zero. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was not the flights we were hoping for. No, no. it wasn't either. <laughs> it, cyber war? You're, Are oh, we being no. a cyber war attack? No. You think? Getting my blocked? phone is always. Uh, yesterday, though, it was... What was it? It was Anton Harrison at left. Uh, McCade Matower next to him. Rame. Left guard. Rame. Conjul was playing guard. Uh, because out. Curse Murray has a boot on, which didn't look serious. I, I would imagine he'll be ready, you know, I, maybe even today. And then uh, Wanye uh, Morris was playing right tackle. So, I mean, that's a, that's a starting five that you could probably live with up front. I am interested to see, like, how much they're going to let Savion Bird move inside. Uh, how real is that? It yeah, Josh, like- do you have, I didn't, you have anything to add on that one? Uh, him and Tyler Geithner, both, yeah. like, him and Savion Bird, they, they have yeah. a tackle problem. They have too many yep. tackles right now. I mean, they, they have got a how do we – because, I mean, Guyton and Bird are good enough to play. I mean, they are guys they are comfortable with. So, like, from what – from everything I've gathered, Bird, it's just how the hell do you get him on the field? Like, whether it's tackle or guard or whatever. But, I mean, like, the the stuff I'm hearing is just those two guys are – 
really potentially elite type guys. Like, I mean, they, they could be that, you know, for all the, all we talk about Bill, and I think everybody that listens to this pod knows how much I think of him. Guys never had a first rounder. Like, it's crazy to realize that. And I mean, look at guys like Creed and Orlando and the success they're having. Those guys, the buzz on them feels like maybe, maybe that could change. But I mean, I, I know it's way, way down the road, but that's the kind of talk you're hearing. Like, these guys are just so good. You got to find a way to get them out there for some snaps. I think, you know, one of the more interesting things that, you know, was in some of your notes over the scrimmage, Josh, is just the play of the secondary so far. And, and mm-hmm. you, you kind of hear that from not just what you reported, but you're hearing it from other places as well, uh, which I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, huh, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, maybe the offense isn't clicking that well or maybe these guys really are that good? Because it's, it's all guys we know for the most part. The guys can, I mean, we got to talk to Justin Harrington stuff, right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. It, it is, it's, yep. it, it's I, crazy. I told Bob this morning, it's, it's story 1A right now as far as yeah. OU camp goes. I, I mean, guys, like, he is, with the, probably the exception of Woody, the one guy that I'm like, yeah, he's starting. Like, he's, he's just going to start. Like, I, I don't know if it's at safety. I don't know if it's at Cheetah. I think that's probably most likely, but he's going to be on the field. Like, th- there is. Uh, barring like him just falling off a cliff or something here at the you know the last couple of weeks, uh, I mean there, there's literally no one that's seen him that hasn't been like holy crap like where's this guy been? Mentally he had to make the leap because physically he was back from the knee injury going into last season, but the whole playing corner wonder what that did with his I, head and bewildering. How, the more why you look they, back on it. why they saw him at corner all that type I, of stuff like what. We're Go back and listen thinking? to old pods. We th- this is not revisionist <laughs> no, history. This is we not. said this shit at the time. This was, that was insane. It just it, it truly bewildering. What were they doing? Well, I mean, you got a line. I mean, they coach coaching they, corners. They were like ruining Harrington and Billy Bowman before they even got a chance to see what those guys could really yeah. do. And it sounds like Billy Bowman, you know, Brent Venables, he he brought him yeah. up. He named him individually. Said if there was a guy that he had to point to right now on the defensive side of the football that's playing better than anybody, it would be Billy Bowman. Oh wow! So yeah, I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. that that the the secondary kind of sort of seems like it's starting to iron itself out. And, Josh, I know you put up some notes, but... It's the five guys you want. Yeah. It, I mean, you Woody Washington, Woody. DJ Graham. Key, Key, Billy. Billy, and then Justin Harrington. And you have some depth there, like Connie Walker, Trey Morrison, like CJ Colden, Jane Davis. Those guys are all guys. It, it's, it's crazy that you talk about it this way, but those are guys that, and especially in the transfer guys, that were... Two or three year starters at their former schools. It's a good thing that you brought them in the program, and now they bring you depth. I almost wonder what Trey and C- and CJ are thinking. I bet they they thought based on what OU's done that they could walk in and they'd be good enough right from the jump to be starters. But are they going to be okay? Just they're gonna they're gonna be depth. It looks like. Well, I mean, I, I think that they're in situations where they're going to play. I, I definitely wouldn't say that they're not off the contribution list. So I agree, I mean, but they're not full-time starters either. Well, I Doesn't mean, they, like can, they, can, they can earn a starting spot, though. I mean, it, it's not set in stone, I wouldn't say. But I think that we have a pretty good idea of what it, or we think we have a pretty good idea of what they're going to be. I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know about you guys, but like, I've had to do a couple uh, 
podcast and interviews uh, just with some other radio stations. And like the one thing that everybody talks about here, and we find ourselves always talking about this at this time of the year in August is, oh, the defense is going to make a turn. They're going to look better. They are going to be better. And then you look up halfway through September and Tulane's moving the ball in the fourth quarter to go tie the game. It's just cautious optimism, I think, is probably the best way to say it about Everyone's been hurt be. before. No, everybody's like careful with their very hearts. much, very much. Hey, everyone, as we said a second ago, it's not Justin the Dupont, is not playing but... corner, and Key Lawrence is at safety. Just, just sleep a little better, knowing those two realities exist. Like, really obvious things are being done, and that's that's a nice change. I mean, and Justin Broyles is starting at safety. Why do you always shit on Justin Broyles? I mean, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a dig at Josh for the way he said it. No, no, and it was. Yep. It was, and that's fair. We got I other mean. digs at Josh. That get, get to. Oh, there's so many. Josh just dug himself holes this weekend. So, uh, But no, I, guys, I mean, for me, I feel like four of the spots are pretty much locked, and I'm pretty sure DJ Graham starts week one. I feel like that's a little bit more of an interesting battle, though, over the course of the year. Guys like Kenai Walker, uh, you've even heard some Jaden Davis buzz. I mean, there, there is... Well, that's the thing. Like, Jaden Davis, like, we know he's talented, but he lost mm-hmm. all of his confidence. Yes. And, like, and the he admitted staff, it. He totally the admitted staff it. lost confidence in him. Like, does this is this a reboot for him with yeah. the new staff? If you're a corner doesn't have confidence, there's no way in the heck you're going to be playing. And he fits this scheme to me in a lot, like playing that zone where he's not having to turn and run with six foot three guys that run four. Like that's not Jaden's not a. I mean, he's a good athlete. Don't get me wrong. He played OU. OU. You're a very good athlete, but elite of elite athletes. Like he's kind of you know, like he's not a dominant guy in that way. So to me, to him to be able to play some zone where like, and he's a good tackler. He plays like. There's a lot I like about Jaden Davis, and I, I think people have forgotten how good he was for a big portion of his freshman year. But like so many DBs we saw the last regression, I mean, God, it's, it's not just Grinch. <laughs> like, it's seven, eight years now. Yeah, Those DBs would come out like a house on fire and then fall apart. Like, I mean, guys, I, I made a comparison um, of uh, Jacoby Johnson to Jordan Thomas, and everybody's like, how the hell could you compare him to Jordan Thomas? I'm like, did you guys forget what a freaky athlete Jordan Thomas? Like, Jordan Thomas was a two-time All-Big 12 guy. He just fell off a cliff late in his career. And, I mean, you know, I, I don't think that's what we're going to see anymore. I think guys are actually going to improve and get better over time. Uh, real quick, guys, uh, primeshrimp.com, great sponsor to the pod, P-R-I-M-E, shrimp.com. Uh, they just introduced their new flavor last week, lemon and cracked pepper. Uh, I'm a big lemon pepper chicken guy, so I cannot wait to try these as well. Uh, also, you get $20 off your first order uh, if you use the, pro- the promo code uh, SoonerScoop. So uh, make sure you use SoonerScoop. You get $20 off your first order. They've also got the French Quarter Alfredo, the garlic or butter, Louisiana shrimp boil, the signature, uh, or even just a plain if you want to do it up yourself. Uh, takes less than 10 minutes. Uh, great for guys at home without the wives like Josh. Uh, and there's no prep, no mess. Uh, just put that thing in boiling water, and you have restaurant-quality shrimp uh, for the tasting. So primeshrimp.com, P-R-I-M-E, shrimp.com. Use that promo code SoonerScoop. Get $20 off that first order. Appreciate the sponsorship uh, and the partnership that we've had with uh, primeshrimp.com. Uh, okay, uh, back to you know, just getting ready for the season. I mean, obviously, they're going to get 
away from the rugby field at the end of this week, and, and classes will start a little bit more structure. Uh, and you know, I you know it they'll have a lot decided by then. And I mean, the one thing we didn't talk to Brent about yesterday is like how much have you know how much game plan stuff have you worked on so far? And, and usually this time, just history tells me talking to coaches like they'll put stuff in for future opponents, but they just don't tell players that's why they're doing it. Uh, but you didn't, when they get back to campus, they'll be uh, back at the practice fields uh, right outside the stadium. Like how you say, get back to campus. Like they really are down at Junction. <laughs> we, but we played it up like when, that. When I they, have when no they, choice. When they, make it, when they make that long trek <laughs> of uh, half a mile back to campus. Which they, they, they give them charter buses and everything. So it's yeah. not like they have to pile in the back of somebody's pickup to get out there anymore. I think like the, oh, the underclassmen just have to take the bus. I don't know how they... How they broken that up because the quarterbacks got there early. Mm-hmm. Like when I got there yesterday, the quarterbacks were arriving and they were in the back of a pickup truck. So I don't know. I don't know how that I, Brent Rawls was driving the truck too. And I thought that was really strange. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting because I think you're going to start having a two deep. And I, that's going to be the other interesting backup quarterback. Next yeah, but, week and Brent talked about that. Like mm-hmm. that's what they're really pushing right now to figure out kind of sounds like Davis Bevel right now. It does. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I guess makes sense. I mean, he's the guy that has a little bit more experience. It sounds, uh, you I mean, know, he obviously played at Pitt. I don't know that I heard that the other day, but it seems to me like uh, Mike has really been more in the mix than he has been in the past. Again, I, if rotations mean anything, it has been Dylan, then Davis, then Micah. Then sometimes Nick and then general. I don't know about you know, rotations through a drill. Yeah. I don't know if they mean anything, but yeah. there have been times where Micah has, you know, Micah's been a solid three. It's been between general and Nick with four and five that's been changing. You know, I there's probably not a single place in the world or, you know, single school in the world that could say, yeah, it'd be good if our starting quarterback got hurt. But it's even more so here with the state schools, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, that they keep Spencer Sanders and Dylan Gabriel healthy. I mean, and I, I you know, I, I saw somebody was talking about this on, uh, it might have been on Twitter, or it might have been on the board this week, just as far as like how Matt Corral was used with Jeff Levy a year ago. It, it's going to be fairly interesting early to see how much they let him run and called runs in talking about Dylan Gabriel because. You don't want him to go down early. It, it would be that. I mean, you talk about disaster scenarios right now. Uh, Dylan Gabriel getting hurt has to be like one or one A or you know two, two, three. I don't know. It's kind of like that. I mean, it reminds me of that second year with Baker Mayfield. He's coming off of that the a year where he gets a concussion against TCU. Then he gets knocked out chasing down the interception against Clemson, Clemson on the sideline. Mm-hmm. It's like. Everyone knew how valuable he was, and he didn't. He he wasn't as reckless running the ball or doing things to get himself hurt. And he had a great season. Like you can do both. You can be careful, and you can be mindful uh, of you know not doing yep. things. We, we saw probably the greatest hurt. the greatest running quarterback of avoiding contact that we've ever seen in Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. He was literally truly the. It seemed like he never took that. Oh shit! He got blown up. Hit. You hit Thomas Lot people in your mentions, or like you know, I Jamel think, Holloway. I don't think that those people can get on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Jamel, 
Bob's nodding his head like he's agreeing. He's just not saying. Oh, there are a lot more people it. on Twitter he's these days the, than there used the, to be. He's the easy card. Uh, yeah. Bob has the... Those are the people that follow Bob. The, the there Jamel are Holloway that, fans. There are people that... Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, there's nothing wrong with Jamel Holloway. I, it's just I'm funny. I'm just saying, like, the older fans, that like Bob's more the old school newspaper guy for him. He's not controversial. And I will respond to I, their question. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I tell him to fuck off. You tell him the actual story. It is funny when uh, sometimes I see people that have responded to you and I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's <laughs> muted or that guy's blocked. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. it's uh, I've seen that myself. So... I like to think that I'm not as big a jackass on Twitter as I used to be. Well, I mean, we, we'll have to get to you snubbing a high school kid later. Ooh, that's true. I saw true. that last night. That's right. Come to my Basically. house at 830 at night trying to sell he's your just football trying to. He's just trying to raise money. I think we have Look, to... You know we had a long day I yesterday. I think we have to last support the I, Norman North High School football team now. You and I were both... You were up early to do your radio. So was I. We were both here all day yesterday till like 630. You did a great job getting shirts out. Got more to do today. We both were starving because we hadn't eaten all day, so we probably both went to get something to eat, got home, just was basically waiting to go to bed, and at 8.30, it's almost dark out, and a guy knocks at my door, football player, and I could see in his hand, because I buy them every year, that he had the little discount cards. And I just opened the door, peeked out, and then shut it real quick. Didn't say nope. <laughs> Just completely Why? shut him down. Well, Why I would you not just be like, hey, man, it's been a hell of a day. Like, I, <laughs> come back tomorrow. I swear to God, I'll buy two of them. That's how tired I was. And I also was in my underwear. So, you know, okay. like, I shouldn't Why have to you, open my open door. Why did you open the door? Yeah. Now we're really going to get sued. Because it's almost dark. And I thought it might be one of my neighbors saying like, hey, someone knocked over your mailbox or something like that. Like, who else would be knocking at my house? Your mailbox is too sturdy. I, I, as somebody that knocked over a bunch of mailboxes in high school, I can tell that that was a well-built. <laughs> That'd be a tough one. It would be tough you to get, knock over You just got to get leverage, and especially the ones around 122nd and Rockwell, you just get a little bit low, and they just crumble. And it's quite fun. It's, it's interesting. I mean, you can't take the North Oklahoma City out of Eddie. No matter where he is, what he's doing, God. he's always eyeing mailboxes. Like, he, he's, every time, he's sizing them up. Every Clean time street. I get one of those Yahoo alerts and something's happened in War Acres, I just think, yeah, that's where Eddie's from. <laughs> Why War Acres? Not south of uh, Northwest Express. Just saying up Northwest. Yeah, see, now here's where you're going to get into some territorial beef between Eddie and I. Like this, his south of Expressway bullshit. So, you know, whatever. I got no time for this. Fact, you were. It's like you were a soche and he's a greaser. Kind of, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. And it's not. It's not terribly wrong. I mean, it's, it's a fair generalization of our two schools. I, I, I think that that uh, it, it's all Greece now. <laughs> yes, but it's okay. We wish him the best. We love him. Um, you know who? Yeah, I mean, back in the day, it sounds to me like. Yeah, you know, the PC North guys were all dead soxy type people. Oh, very much so. So uh, very much so. And you remain so deadsoxy.com. Go Got check them out. Got on today. Up oh, there they are. Or there they're not because they're the no yeah, shows. Sam's the no shows. Uh, with your uh, cloud shoes. I saw. Uh, who's the Ryan? I think he was wearing those yesterday. That works for Hoover. Uh, Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, he might have. He might have been wearing them. I think he was wearing some. Is it on cloud? Is that the name? Yeah. So you're multiplying now on the beat. You're 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 influencing people's it's called influencing. Yeah, it's called mm-hmm. influencing. He didn't win it for Eddie, nothing. Eddie influences the influencers. Yeah, that's, that's right. impressive. That's right. But no, dead soxy, D E A D S O X Y dot com. Go check them out. 
Uh, use that promo code SCOOP for 25% off. Look, it's football. It's almost here. You got to get your sock collection in order. Go check out uh, the college edition. Uh, they've got Oklahoma right there. Lots of different designs, great designs, and they're awesome socks. So, look, the, the heat is starting to go down. We're getting into football weather. Uh, you need some good socks, whether it's no-shows or the boardroom uh, or the retros. Go check them out. DeadSoxy.com. Great sponsors of the pod for a long time now. Uh, love having them as partners. Uh, use that promo code SCOOP. Get 25% off your entire order. That's uh, DeadSoxy.com. And as always, stay soxy. Okay, so outside of, you know, nuts and bolts of spring practice. Because um, we've only had Brent, so it's yeah, hard it's, yeah. to talk much no more. No players. I mean, like, like you would think you'd have, at least talk to Dylan Gabriel at least once during this time. Uh, since they started practice, I would imagine no. we get these guys next week. Starting next week, a little bit more normalcy. They're going to be in the afternoon, moving mm-hmm. practice to the afternoon with school starting. I bet we get a little bit more. Like it'll be like a precursor for game week, which is the week after. Right. So I mean, it's right. it's all coming uh, rather quickly. I you know I don't know how much we want to hit on the scrimmage, but I, Josh, I know that you've posted some things. I know that we've all four heard some things coming out from it, and the wide receiver thing is quite interesting to me just as far as uh how much praise and i guess how well the freshman receivers played talking about Jaden gibson and nick uh anderson uh gavin freeman gavin even freeman. in that, in that mix so. as you better, well you better give your guy some due well all i'm saying is is like <laughs> all i've been saying is that he had a really good summer and that he's going to make some plays this year or have opportunities to and it sounds like he had a pretty good day on saturday yeah so once that, again i'm that, i'm that. i'm right which is like Maybe we should change that to not only do I run the university, but I'm always right as well. Which I contend, like like we talked about with Ethan Downs last week, like I don't really care. Like it's it's not about them; it's about me. Am I right about what I said about these guys? And right now, I mean, people, like Gavin Freeman, you said it. I probably what two or three weeks ago, you were like, he's he's going to have a chance to make plays because he's had such a great summer. That's all I'm hearing. Like he he's gonna find snaps. Like they're gonna get him on the field and do some stuff with him. Now what he does with them, we'll all have to see. But like he's earned an opportunity from everything I've been told. Well, and he's probably not gonna let him play since he rules everything. Who? Oh, you, you keeping Gavin off the field? That's that's why would I, mean, I do a that? Plot twist. Just being a dick, basically. <laughs> why would I do that? <laughs> it, it hurts my my chance to be right. I'm not gonna do that. Um, but no, Jaden Gibson's the guy that like, you know, and we, we heard good stuff in the spring, but it was like, you know, he's still so lean, but mm-hmm. uh, he put in good work this summer. You can tell he put on some weight. Um, and I, I think he just brings something nobody else in that roster has with his size and his athletic ability outside. Like, I mean, he is a, he's a pretty freaky guy. Like, I mean, I, I think he's got a chance to be. You know, a pretty early difference maker, he, and I, you know, and I think there's been so much buzz on him. It kind of forces people to overlook Nick Anderson. But everybody I talk to thinks, you know, Nick is maybe more ready to do everything from the start. But Gibson kind of has those big flash moments that really impress you. Just when you see him stretching, you just not there's nothing like Jaden Gibson or or no one like him that's been on campus. For several years, he's so excited if he can put it all together. Is is he good for a freshman, or is he just good? Good. Yeah, 
You know, that's that's the thing that does surprise me a little bit. I and, and you guys can correct me if if you've heard differently. I haven't heard a lot of Jalil Farouk. I haven't heard no, a lot no. of Theo Weiss. Like it's no. been it's been a little more quiet for those guys than I expected it to be. And I don't know if that's just you know the young guys. Every, everybody likes the new guy. Yep, like I get right. it. I mean, it's it's a new shiny thing. I understand, but I kind of thought there would be a little more buzz on those two, and I really haven't heard much. I and, wonder. I also wonder. Because we've always made note of this, like how they're trying to take throws off of Gabriel's arm in practice. Like, is it possible that you know Mims and Weiss and and those frontline and Drake and those guys like they're running a lot more with Gabriel and then they don't, you know, so that they get more familiar with each other faster, and maybe they're always going against the ones. So sure, I don't know. I'm just trying to make excuses for. Why those guys aren't doing better? I mean, I, I think it, once the first week of September rolls around, I'm still expecting that top tier or that what I consider that top tier of you know the Theo Weiss, Marvin Mims, uh, maybe even Bunkley Shelton in that mix. As far as guys that can be counted on, Jalil Farouk, Braden Willis, like mm-hmm. kind of the household names that everybody's used to. I don't know if I could if I could say like you know September 17th if I'm counting on Jaden Gibson to pick up a third and eight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's fair. Well, and I, the other thing is, like, how ruthless are these coaches going to be? Like, yeah. if you have a That's, drop, are yep. you are you going to get yanked from the game and not play for a quarter? Like, well, and particularly with you know, and I, it's kind of weird saying this, but you're working in with Damian Washington. Like, what he hasn't coached in a game yet. Like, I, I think that there's it, it the the wide receiver position was going to be interesting. And it's even more so now with everything that's happened here over the last couple of weeks. And because we talked to Brent, it's almost hard to get a real gauge because, you know, he's so locked in on defense. So it would be great to hear from Lebby or just you know, Marvin, just someone to give us an idea. Yeah, Lebby especially. And, and just for him, just to see his reaction when you ask him about people. like yeah, Exactly. You can tell so you much. You can tell immediately. Yeah, whether that guy really is impressing or if he's just saying it to, you know, because he might be good, but he hadn't seen it yet. So, I mean, that'll be good next week. By no means am I saying that I would love to have, like, a preseason game. But I would like to have, like, a, just a half scrimmage or something to get a little bit of a, a good idea of what everything looks like out there before game one. Would help you do with you some of your like camera work? That we all could see, or do you mean, camera like, the, the, you think the school could use it? I don't know. Like the, the I mean, they would use it. Well, if it was up to the school, they'd charge 200 bucks for everybody to get into a scrimmage. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think I think a lot of fans would be more than willing to pay that, pay that yeah, price yeah. Mm-hmm. to see, you know, just to see a little something. No, that's um, true. Because I mean, God, guys, I mean, has there been a more intriguing team? Like, because this, I, I was talking about, like, uh, I think ESPN or somebody put out their like top one hundred players. No, you only had two guys on. It was Mims and Dylan Gabriel, and they were like seventy and sixty four or something like that. I was just looking at it on the board, and people are like, "This is this is so so disrespectful." Is it? Not really. Like, I, no. I don't know who you would pick. I mean, the only guy I would even really make a case for is probably Woody. Like, and I think that's fringy, um, and and kind of you know, you'd really have had to watch him a lot, like we do, to have that feeling. But like, th- there are a lot of really good players on this team. I don't know how many elite ones there are for this year. I think there's a lot of young guys that are probably going to get there. But it's this is a really interesting team. Like I don't feel there's a lot of holes, 
but I don't know how many game changers are going to be on that in that starting 22 this year. That, that's going to be really interesting for me to watch. The great Caden McFarland from Tulsa asked me who I thought was going to be the defensive MVP. And I like, I could make five or six recommendations. Yep. And you could make a case for and, and against very easily. But I don't know if I could just flat out say, this guy's going to be the MVP. So like, I think captains are going to be interesting. I, I, yeah, I you know I think Braden Willis is cert, is Braden Willis. Boom. He, and I yeah. the way that Brent answered Kerry's question yesterday about captains, it sounds like it's going to be uh, seniors for the most part. So you're probably talking about Braden Willis, uh, maybe a Jordan Kelly. Talking I don't know. Deshaun I mean, White. I'm know. just talking. Yeah, Deshaun White. Deshaun maybe. would make a lot of sense. Yeah, it will be. I, it, it's going to have to be some of the elder statesmen of the group, isn't it? I don't know if you give one to Michael Turk. Uh, he's he's only been here a year. Like I, he's he's technically a senior. He's been around, but he's only been here a year. I don't know. But is Michael Turk an all like? Is is he a off the off the bus squad? Like he rolls out for the coin flip, and you're like. Well, there's their linebacker, and they're like, no, that's just pun- that's their punter. Yeah. Like, I mean, is that a mental? F- I mean, that feels like a mind f- a little bit. Like, holy Could God, be. where did that guy come from? Um, but, yeah, I, like, defensively, We're so I much mean, shit, by the way, about not knowing about the combine thing. Well, you should. Yeah. yeah. Fairly. Oh, no, it's Took fair. it all week. Yep. I'll eat it. That, that's, I that's, mean, it's not just from, like, I get it. The boards, yeah, I get that. Like, literally, other people in the media yes. are, like, just clouding us. Like, how did you not yeah. know that? I, it just escaped me. I mean. I, and I, as kind of the combine guy here, I'm a little ashamed about that. Well, that's what I like, said. I, I said, don't be mad at me. Mm-hmm. Be mad at Josh. Yeah, All he fair. does no. is scout things. Yep. That's, I, I love the combine. That's like a, that's a holiday for me. I love all that. Senior Bowl, that whole run up to the draft is fun for me. Um, that that's that's my favorite part about the NFL. I don't really give a shit about what happens other than the Colts on Sundays, but I love the the off season. So I I didn't know. I just did not know. And it it took a long time to search it. Michael Turk NFL Combine, you know, it was like seven hundred results. So I, it was really hard to find. I'm you know really, it was it was probably because it was you know I couldn't find it. That's why I didn't know. That was a graceful end to that. Okay, well, no, it, they were they were all poor excuses, <laughs> is what they were, gentlemen. Yeah, no, yeah, we sure. we f-ed it up. I, I mean, there's no doubt yeah. about it. God, defensive captains is really interesting to look at. Yep. There's nobody that screams at you, Woody. Yeah, I mean, but it, but if Brent's talking sure. seniors, yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely think that Justin Broyles, like truly would probably be in that conversation. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I and I, but I, I agree with Kerry sentiment. Like, I want in a perfect world, my captains are my best players. Yeah, but I don't know that you're in your perfect world right now. But I mean, and we we don't know. He's that kind of dude. Like that was the whole thing, you know, with Lincoln's teams is like they didn't develop that good of leadership. Their yeah. best players yep. weren't the, weren't their leaders. We don't know what's happened with this team. I mean, sure. uh, maybe David Aguebu is is sure. been a guy that mm-hmm. steps up and sure. can be a captain. Yeah, he he chose. Interesting words about how much he's in, how much David has invested into the program. Yeah, that's yeah. A, a weird, different way of saying something like like to to give him praise. almost like saying like you can tell that this means yep. something to him now. Like well, it I mean, might he, not have before. He's kind of talk. He talked about it a little bit on local media day, just as far as like at the end of last year. He it basically sounds like he had a look in the mirror moment. It was either I gotta 
get my shit together or just not play the sport at all. Like, my, go find I, something else to do. And, and I don't know because... And he obviously invested himself. We're barely around these guys, but he just seemed like kind of one of those carefree guys that just kind of took it as it came. And Well, he flat out said that he got away with a lot of stuff in high school because he was just flat out better and more athletic right. than a lot of people. And oh. I think it, it there was a coming to Jesus moment where he just couldn't do that anymore at this level. What were you saying, Josh? Sorry. Well, I, I was going to say, guys, if you remember, he almost didn't get, he almost lost his spot at OU because he got in a little bit of trouble there at the end of his senior year. And I can almost flat out tell you, Brent Venables wouldn't have taken him. Like, that, that, that he wouldn't be at OU under the current regime uh, if they were recruiting him. Like, and I'm not saying anything terribly serious, but it was, it's, it's a very much a, you know, recruit your problem mm-hmm. situation. And, um, I don't, when I watch interviews, you know, and I, I go back and watch everything you guys do. I, I couldn't, like, I don't think there's a guy on the roster that's grown up more from the time I was talking to him to where he is now. Like, I, that, he, it's a different human being. And not, and David was always super nice and very, you know, very willing to work with me on any, you know, anything I wanted to talk to him about. He was awesome about it all, but he was, he was a, just kind of a goofy kid. Like, and that's fine. He was 17, 18. That, that's normal. But like to see him now and the things he's saying, it's just, it's night and day. I mean, he's just a different person. You guys want to hit some recruiting? All right, Josh. You ready to take some more jabs? Let's talk rankings. <laughs> Let's talk, talk rankings. rankings. Talk? I haven't talked that all week. Let's do it. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Josh. All right, yep, Floor is yours, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bob, Bob's like, I'm not touching him. He is toxic this right one now. Out. I'm, yep. uh, I'm just staying the hell away from Josh. It is amazing how much Josh is like stalled from moving on into recruiting this week. <laughs> he said he had uh, so much to say about team stuff today. I, I Have I? I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. We could I, go you, Jacoby first if you want to prep yourself, Josh. If sure, you want to mentally sure. get, get into that zone. because. Jacoby Johnson, number 215 player in the country. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Me and Eddie were both there Saturday night. Wasn't sure what that announcement was going to be like. It, I thought it actually turned out really cool, at Eddie. <laughs> He's not with us. No, I, no <laughs> I, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was really cool. Just how he did it with the entire community there was uh, really cool. And I... I guess in a way you just don't see that on this side of the state very often. I mean, you get it at Jinx, you get it at Union. Uh, I what Lee Blankenship and those guys are doing at Mustang right now—they're doing it the right way. I truly believe that. Uh, you know, it's just got to come together for them on the football field. And you know, I, they got to the what state semifinals a year ago, mm-hmm. so yep. uh, it's a really good football program. And you know, I, I think that it, there wasn't a whole lot of suspense with uh, Jacoby Johnson. I, I think that everybody kind of knew which way he was going to go on that. It just. Uh, it was cool the way that he was able to present it in front of all the kids, in front of those, like, that's going to, there's a lot of those guys, they will remember that until the time that they can get to Mustang High School and, and be in his spot. So I thought, you know, small stuff like that is kind of cool to me. Uh, yeah, because he's not a rah-rah, look at me. No, that it was, you he know, said he, it was he, out of his comfort zone yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was out of his comfort zone, but because of that, it almost like, it seemed like he appreciated it more, resonated more, something... He's not going to forget for a long, long time. So, guys, you know, and obviously I saw the video. When he comes out of the tunnel, had the announcement happened at that point? Or no. like, did he do it kind of simultaneously? It was with the Boomer Sooner in the back 
being being played, and then he puts the hat on. Because I don't even think it was actually ever said. Because okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The announcement, like, I was watching it through his, like, live Insta thing. Because they played the first minute of the commit video that went out on social media after. And then he says, I'm going to continue my athletic and academic career. And then he walks through the inflatable Bronco and he puts on the hat and they played a song. And then yeah, he walked out to Boomer sooner yeah. in case you didn't like see the or couldn't see the video as far as what it was. That's how he announced it. Yes. Yeah. I, I would just I was like, that's so fitting for him. To be like, I'm going to actually come out after the announcement is made. Like, I'm not even, I'm going to let the screen be the star of this show, and then I'll come in and be secondary. Because um, that, I mean, like you said, that, I mean, and, and he said it as well, that's, that's him, man. He is a reserve, low-key guy. He's not your typical corner receiver that love, you know, the spotlight, mm-hmm. love cameras on him. He's, he's, I mean, and he's, he's a great guy to talk to. It's not like he's shy or anything. He just, he doesn't have that need for attention like some of the guys that we cover. And he admitted, I mean, because well, you put your forecast in all those many months ago, and he pretty much mm-hmm. said what we all thought, that as soon as OU offered, he was going to be a Sooner unless something drastically changed. And they went through a lot of changes. So, so I don't know what change could have had to have happened to make it switch for him, but he wanted to go through the process, did that, made all those visits in June. And it's just a culmination of like everything that – had been working to put this together, and this is a very special night. Uh, you know, I, I thought – well, I remember I remember when I put that forecast in the conversation that he and I had had, and there was a lot of talk. I mean, you know, for those that don't know, his father played basketball at TCU, and there was a lot of feeling that maybe, you know, TCU was going to be a big factor. And I remember talking to him when TCU offered him, and it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, that's that's cool, but – he was never a kid that, you know, because sometimes you saw these in-state kids and they kind of downplay yep. the importance of OU because they, they want to see what else is out there and what other opportunities may come along. But for him, he, he never played about it. Like, it was that OU offer meant a lot to him, and he was pretty clear about it from word go. And that's why I love to have those initial conversations because if you talk to the kid when he's a sophomore, you're going to get a little more – they're not as refined yet. Like, they're going to be a little more direct – when you get into that junior year, they start kind of, you know, oh, you know, all my offers mean a lot, and this is great, and blah, blah, blah. It, it's harder to I have a top seven. I don't remember out. six six and seven. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, who are, who's your recruiting coach at each of those schools? I don't know, but the one school that you think I like that I don't really like as much, like, that's that's how that always plays. But, um, you know, so, like I said, I, and I think that's a credit to Jacoby. He never tried to play games. He never tried to hype it up or make it anything he wasn't, and he – I, I agree with you guys. I wasn't there, but watching it from afar, that felt like going to like the Jinx preview stuff, like that I've gone to for years, like where the little kids run out of the tunnel and, you know, they do the, all the different teams or whatever. And I, you know, Union does something as well. That it did feel very east side to me. Like they were trying to make it, it's not just about this team. We're, it's about this program and a community. And these kids running through the tunnel are going to be, you know, our future linebackers someday. I, I thought it was a cool, the whole thing was a very cool environment. It was great. All right. Is Keon Brown a four star? I, I, I haven't looked to see if the rankings have been updated it, today. It <laughs> does not look like that has changed. And for those. Lord, for those who haven't been part of the 70 threads on the topic, um, Keon Brown, so let's just start from the start. 
Uh, when it comes time for rankings updates, rivals, national guys will hit me and, and some of the other guys up that they know get out and see stuff and just kind of ask, like, hey, man, you got any updates, any things you, you know, you've seen that we need to address? Let us know. I'm not a guy that hits them up a lot. I don't send in 27 notes. I don't send a note on every guy I've seen. I send notes in on guys that I had a good long look at that I think we're really wrong on, that I, I just think, you know, like, this is way too low. And so people are like, well, did you write something in on Jackson Arnold or were you going to? No, I was never going to. And long story short, Sunday night I was planning to write that, two Sundays ago, well, ten days ago. I was literally, it is still sitting in my drafts because I was writing it, and as I was writing it, Kale Gundy dropped a resignation on all of us, and I just, it, I never got back to it. I just forgot to do it. It never got sent. And so I, I told some people there was a fairly strong reaction by some, and to a point, I get it. Like, I get that it's frustrating. OU fans have been waiting for this update all summer. I, I get it. I really do. I didn't have nearly as much to provide in the 2023 rankings update as I did in 2024 because there weren't a lot of guys that I saw that said, oh, we're, we're way off on him. Or, like, I saw Jackson Arnold at the OU camp. I saw him throw – I mean, guys, we were there. He threw, like, 10, 12 passes. Like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we really got to look compared to guys who spent three days watching him at the Elite 11 or, a, you know, two days watching him at Future 50 or, you know, I guess, a full day watching him at Future 50. So it was a little different circumstance. Um the one guy I really needed to write something on was Keon Brown because we've got him as a three-star. It looks like that's where he's going to stay. I will address it in the next update because that he, he is at least a 5.8 and probably should be a 250 kid. And I sent something in. It was belated. I don't even know if it got taken into account. I, I, it probably did not. Um, so there are, there are still some moves. I'm going to go see Caleb Hicks um, in a couple of weeks. I, I'm expecting he will be a guy that I'll be riding up for four stars as well because that's what I see on tape. Um, and, you know, so there, are, you guys are going to see Cade McIntyre, uh, you know, a little, uh, the Nebraska weekend. Mm -hmm. So we're, there are plenty of guys that have a chance right now. I mean, Oklahoma with Samuel Omasigo making the jump into the Rivals 250 hey. from his three-star status. Yeah, big jump for him um, and, and well-deserved. He, he was another guy. I planned to ride up once I saw him, but now, I mean, unless now maybe he's even better than where we have him ranked, and I'll write something else up anyway. But right now, that's about where my head's at on him, somewhere around 200. I, I think that's pretty fair. Um, and then, you know, we're going to, like I said, we're going to see, uh, I'm hoping to see Keon Brown. We'll see if I can make that work, but we're going to see Eric McCarty. We're going to see Heath Ozida. We're going to see Caleb Hicks. Uh, so we're, we're going to have a chance to look at some of these three-star guys that may may make a move and, and kind of vault OU's ranking a little bit. And, of course, we'll, we will get those in. This was a one-off oddity that is not the norm. So, um, yeah, so now that everybody hopefully will stop yelling at their uh, Twitters and uh, on the corner, we, we, we can breathe again. It's kind of messed up, though, isn't it? I'm not like taking shots at the rivals national guys it shouldn't be your responsibility to basically do their job though um no i i, I don't I, I don't think that's that's right because they can't see everybody like yeah. they don't they didn't get a chance to see Keon brown and people are like how is it possible that a kid from tallahassee hasn't been seen well the fsu guys may have seen him i i don't know our fsu side has switched in the last three months so it's not the same people. So I don't know what they've seen. I don't know what input they could give. And, again, if you're a Florida guy, 
I, and I'm, I'm going to go watch some high school games in Florida. I mean, we talked about it. In, it's in woke this week. Some of my kind of my preliminary schedule for the season. I'm going to go to the Tampa Orlando area and go see Derek LeBlanc and Lewis Carter. So, I, you know, when you are hitting Florida, you're going to spend a lot of time in Miami Dade and you're going to spend a lot of time in Tampa Orlando because those are huge talent areas that have, you know, just dozens upon dozens of power five talents. Tallahassee, there's some, don't get me wrong, there's talent up there, but it's just far more spread out, so it's going to be a little different. Um, but, yeah, the, like, like I said, I, I think it's just a deal where certain guys I, I just have an opportunity to see. I mean, it's, I'm not going to pretend I knew anything about Keon Brown when he showed up that day at camp, but, God, guys, it didn't take long looking at him <laughs> to be like, that dude's special. Like, that's, that's not an everyday guy. Like I said, I, I think Rivals 250 is – where he should be at least. And I might go to a game this year. Hopefully he'll make playoffs. That's kind of what it's looking like. But if he'll make playoffs, I may try to sneak over there. And if he does, I mean, his physical stuff, I, I'm not ruling out a, a big move for him. He, he is very talented. Well, it's important to say, too, like there have been plenty of years where Rivals has asked for input. Josh has given input. And they don't, they don't acknowledge it. Like it doesn't change sure. anything. And, Andrew yeah, Rame. It happens. Oh God! I, I I couldn't have beat the drum harder for that guy that's going to end up a four year starter, um, and I mean and, and guys and I mean it's I not remember always... going all the way back to Demarco Murray, Jamarcus McFarland was oh. one of those deals. I mean, I mean and uh, you know and Carrie, the funny thing about that is everyone will remember Demarco Murray. Like I get it. Like he dropped out after the Army game and you know wasn't a four star and clearly. Uh, you know probably should have you know should have remained there based on his career and that kind of stuff. Like I, I get it. But nobody ever brings up Jamarcus McFarland, who clearly wasn't even, you know, like wasn't even the player that his ranking said he should have been. I mean, even after he dropped. So, like, I, I get it. People's memory is always for what was done that was that they can say, well, that was wrong. It's never like, oh, well, yeah, you know, that one probably turned out the the way you know the way it was evaluated. So, I get it. It's fine. Um, uh, like I said, I am. I, it's going to be, I, like I said, I started looking over my, my list of games. It's going to be a ton of fun. I, I, I mean, there are a, it, it's, it's weird, guys. I'm going to see a bunch of top 150 defensive players. Colton <laughs> Vosick. I mean, PJ out of Bawari. I mean, we haven't even talked about PJ. PJ's a borderline top 50 player in the country now with rivals. Like, he's made a huge move. And I know with 24 7, he's in there. He's a five star consensus guy now because of that move. So he is. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, th this class, it's it's really hard not to be impressed with what they're doing. I mean, three 6.0 guys, Jackson Arnold, I, I know. I mean, we can get into that if we want to. He's twenty one. He's number 21 player overall. There's never been a year in history where the number 21 overall player wasn't a five-star. <laughs> it's going to happen. Just breathe. Like, I get it. I don't – I think he should be based on – like – I always have to preface it based on the way rankings are done. Forever, he should be a five star. <laughs> yep, he should be a five star. Like, like, I, that's the it, thing that I, pisses people off. Yeah, and we know that, right? Yep, yep. And and people are like, why are there only twenty when there's usually thirty two? It works like this. Like every update, rivals twenty four seven on three, they all basically follow the same model where they just add a few, add a few. Like the first, the first release of rankings, there's like eight to ten five stars, and those. To me, those are usually the only guys that are, in my eyes, real four stars. It's just like the draft. There's usually like seven or eight guys in the draft that are just 
better than everybody else. You know, like you look, uh, you know, uh, the draft that OU fans are very familiar with. Sam Bradford, Gerald McCoy, and Dominican Sue, Trent Williams, uh, Russell Okung. That year where there were like five, six guys that are, you know, probably like if all everything goes right, those guys are going to be pro bowlers, hall of famers, all this crap, you know, like that, that's all going to come. And then there are a bunch of really good players behind them, but they're, they're a tier down. Like that's just, that's the way that usually goes. And that's the way I look at rankings, but that's not the way they're done. So, 32 guys are almost invariably going to be five stars, and Jackson Arnold's currently the number 21 guy in the country. Like, I think it's it, better it's, having it's the number happen. 21 guy than lesser, right? Yeah, I mean, he jumped. He, he almost cut his ranking in half. Yeah. yeah, he jumped 17 spots. Like when you, And when you're top 40 in the country and you jump 17, I mean, let's just put it in perspective, it's literally impossible to be top 40 in the country, jump 17 spots, and not be a five-star. That does not happen. So just give it time. It, it, it'll, it'll be okay. Like I, I really, I think it's going to be fine. And, you know, people also overlook. We've got Colton Vosick rated higher than anybody else in the country. Jaquez Petaway. Uh, Caden Green is much higher on Rivals than he is anywhere else. And a lot of that's become because he's come to Rivals camps. We've seen him a lot. There's a comfort there. And we've seen him go against big-time guys. Like, I mean, when he, when he went against uh, Lebius Overton and had so much success last year. So there, there are. I, I get why people are impatient about some of it. I, I really do. But there, this is going to work out. Like it, it's a really good class they're putting together, and there's nobody that's not aware of it right now. They're the number seven class in the country according to Rivals, which would be, I think, their highest class in what? What was nineteen? The, the four or five stars. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that might have been. Oh, it was five. Okay, it was five. Um, By the way, if it with, doesn't with Hazelwood and that whole crew, if it doesn't work out for Arnold, uh, we will go to ancestry.com and forge documents that his last name is actually Breeze. Yes, and he'll be number two. Yes, so congratulations. Yeah, what, what, Jackson, don't even worry about it. I know you were thinking about it. We got you, buddy. We're, we're going to take care of that for you. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> We should. We really should do something like that. Would be nil awesome. with his picture. And what if I was? What if my name was Breeze? <laughs> you know? Did you see? Well, did you see Crabtree's article? Uh, the Oklahoma uh, is thinking about uh, opening up nil to high school kids. No, I didn't. I, but I, I know. I, Cra- I mean, that's Crabby's role. I mean, he's he's all over nil. I cannot right now. see that playing out well. But I don't know. I mean, especially with you know transfers and stuff like that. Like is. Jinx gonna start oh getting car deals for players. <laughs> I mean, I people aren't necessarily just breaking down doors not, to do stuff with college guys. Are they gonna do it with high school yeah, kids here? That's true. It's very true. Sorry, that wasn't meant to be a shot at Jinx. I'm just saying that's what everybody. I, I was should thinking. also I should also note Peyton Bowen is now a five star consensus guy. Uh, the safety from Denton Geyer, uh, Jackson Arnold's teammate. So I mean, there is, um, you know, and I I know. Eddie is talking about going to see a Geyer game. I'm yep. obviously going to see a Geyer game. So there is. I'm just going to say right now, consensus five star is the worst thing that ever happened to Twitter, because everyone thinks that means that if they're not five star on your thing, then you're wrong. Yes, they. they yeah. It's. Yeah. I I I love even, I though, love even like with Arnold stuff. he wasn't a five star mm. anywhere but he was a consensus five star yep. and so how many tweets did you have to deal with people, with people yes. like with rivals why won't they get on the page with everybody else and make him a five star and you have to explain to him he's not a five star anywhere yep yep and now I believe 
they're right because I think Rival's the only one that doesn't have it as a five star. <laughs> We've reached that point. So yeah, it, it, the the argument. I'm like, I mean, people will say stuff, and I'm like, I, I got nothing for you, man. Like, I'm not arguing the point. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to paint myself in a corner and argue a point I don't agree with. So Jackson Arnold, by any measure, to me, has earned five stars. I think he'll get there. It just, you know, it's it's kind of semantics. Um, but there is, um, like I said, I I think you look at. Again, guys, we, we used to talk about this with Grinch, like where they'd make these good early evaluations. Samuel Omasigo, yep. boom, making a big jump. And some credits due to the previous staff. I mean, Brian Odom, those guys, they were in on Samuel. Like, it's not like this was a, a Brent Venables thing, but they, you know, Brent saw him, went and realized the talent that was there. And now he's a, he's a top 200 guy with a bunch of good offers. Um, you know, same deal with PJ Atabare. Like, the, there was no, when OU made that offer, it wasn't like, oh, oh OU's going after this big time guy. He was, he was overlooked. He was considered secondary to the guy, uh, Chandavian Bradley Correct. kid that committed yep. to Tennessee. And now I believe he's ranked ahead of Chandavian, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be wrong about that. I'm, I've, I've said it and committed to it. And now I'm not sure. But, um, but I mean, uh, he, he is in that conversation now. I mean, however you want to look at that. Um, and I, funny enough, I'm going to see them on the same field, um, uh, in a few weeks. So, That'll be kind of interesting just to size them up and look at them next to each other because when you get guys like that that are just so gifted and so physically impressive, it, it gets hard to keep it in perspective because there's nobody else in the field that looks like them. But in this case, there's going to be. I mean, there's going to be two guys, and you throw in Edric Hill as well, and so that should be um, that should be kind of interesting to watch. As far as uh, what's coming up next, August 26th, uh, obviously rapidly approaching with Anthony Evans and uh, Macari Vickers. Yeah, um, you know, I with I and, and we had some on this on uh, some of this on woke today. Anthony Evans confirmed to me this morning he's still going to stick with his 26th visit date. There was some, or excuse me, his uh, commitment date on the 26th. There was some talk that maybe he would delay it with the Kale Gundy situation. I, I think he's comfortable. Like I think he's still uh, nothing has changed his opinions about the schools he's involved with. Good and is that good or bad? Is there a, a feel I, for that? <sighs> I could see it either way. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he – I talked to someone who swore to me up and down that LaDamian Washington being OU's wide receivers coach was actually better for Oklahoma. And that's not – he didn't like Kelga. Like, don't misread sure. that. Sure. He just really likes LaDamian Washington. So, like, I, I think there is – there's something to that note. Um, and I also think, um, you know, with – you could also argue, like, well, okay, he was going to Georgia. So, like, I mean, I get it. I, I can hear the argument either way. It makes sense. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I think I kind of get the feeling like he's he's had a pretty good idea of what he was thinking for maybe two, three weeks now, maybe a month. Um, and, I, you know, talking to Georgia people, there there remains confidence. Like, and I – I don't know what it's in. I, I certainly don't get the feeling like he's told Georgia he's coming or anything. I don't think it's to that level. I think it's just kind of reading tea leaves, which is my impression of what Oklahoma's doing. Is It's just having to kind of guess at what he's thinking. I think Anthony's playing this fairly close to the vest. Um, but I, I think it comes down to OU and Georgia. I keep hearing um, proximity's going to matter to him and his family. They'd like to be able to come up and see him a little more regularly and Obviously, that's much more convenient to OU than it is at Georgia. So we'll we'll see. I, I like I said, I I'm not dead set that it's OU. I'm not dead set that it's Georgia. I I think it's going to be an interesting battle. And 
Uh, you know, I have got him on my schedule for August the 27th to be at his game on that Saturday. They're playing a neutral site game uh, against Johnson in San Antonio. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I can tell yep. you, if he, if he picks Georgia, I'm not going to be not going. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, let's, let's make that real clear. Um, but, yeah, so it is, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to watch and kind of see what happens. But I, I don't think either side has given up anytime soon. I, I, I guess Vickers. I I I'd left out Vickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard anything that makes me feel any differently. Like, I, right. I think Oklahoma is the leader there. Uh, Alabama. I, I, again, people have kind of painted this like, oh, Alabama's not involved. Man, I don't think that's it. Like, I don't get me wrong. They, they a lot of pressure got taken off when um, when they landed. Oh, the the big time safety uh, from Georgia, uh, Caleb Downs. Caleb, yeah. And um, I, I think that did take some some fervor out of it they didn't you know they weren't pushing quite as hard but I, I my impression is Alabama would take him if they could or you know if if he wants to come so I you know I like I said we'll see but I I expect that to be good news for Oklahoma on the 26th very good and then I mean that kind of rolls right into the beginning of the season there's nothing really in between now and then or have, I mean, then and you have Edric Hill but I think we see the writing on the wall there correct I I, I think that is Kind of the reverse of the Macari Vickers situation. Like maybe maybe a hail mary could happen, but boy, I sure don't see it. That kid feels like he's going to Alabama to me. Um, and I, you know, I, I can never I, to me, and maybe it's maybe it's part of why Todd Bates is really good. It's hard to really gauge where OU is with the defensive tackles. Not so much like do I think they're going to be okay? Yeah, Todd Bates is a really good recruiter. They're going to be fine. They'll get like I probably get who they want to a large degree, but I'm not, it's hard to read what he's focused on. Like Marcus deal came in and that was kind of out of nowhere. And then Amari Washington. OU just kind of keeps hanging around in there. Um, you've got Caden McDonald who felt like he was the a number one guy. And then almost nothing's happened over the last two months. And, you know, Caden has told me multiple times, whenever you wants me to come in, I'm coming, you know, just set it up and I'll be there. And I think, that's how he feels about it. And I, I think OU's like, kind of like we've talked about over and over on the pod. They want him to come in when it's time, when we're close. Like, you about ready to decide? Okay, man, we want you here the weekend before you're going to announce or the two weeks before, whatever it may be. I think that's what they're looking at. Um, I guess one other quick note, kind of keeping up with the defensive line stuff. I am hearing Cecilia Kana is going to come in for the Kansas weekend. That That's the rumor going around i have not been able to confirm it with him so far but that is that is my understanding um so that would obviously be another big one for ou and i know when when ou took colton vosick there was a lot of talk that maybe maybe ou was going to get out of that recruitment i i was told that day that that was not going to be the case they they wanted him i i feel like ou recruiting fans should be living their best lives this is they're going to sign whoever they can sign like it's i don't feel like they're worrying about numbers or sweating it they are trying to bring in all the talent they can bring in. There you go. He the, didn't dodge it. Movement is still strong. Four new orders since we started the podcast. Yeah, it's just disgusting the more that I sit here and think I about know, it. I know. I'm I'm the same way. Like I build it up steam. Social media. It's not gonna end well. And the nope. fact that they don't get that is concerning. And I like how they try and sell I don't sell even know it. who they, they is. They try and who sell is they? Who is they, Bob? I don't know. <laughs> they try and sell sell it so poorly. It says, 
announced expansion of private tailgating areas to allow for a stronger fan experience. That's a stronger money people experience. The fans don't get anything out of people buying tailgates and probably eating shitty barbecue. Catered in from Billy Sims. I was going to say, this is probably going to be catered. This is, this is like glamping, we're gonna have, right? We're going to have Ray's catered at Lindsay Street. So you guys can decide. Is the only way that we fight back on this, uh, do I camp on Lindsay Street until kickoff? Should we make up? Okay, Will you this buy is, me a tent? This is, this is, this is, this might oh, take some research. We make Lindsay Street great. Like tents. Hold on, this just is just a this. tent city across. They're bringing. They're bringing <laughs> I'm not really interested in doing this, and that's why I'm throwing it out there. But I could hire a research and development team to make tents that you can wear and walk around in. I think they have those, like little things that come up from your shoulders. Yeah, I think they have those, and that you don't need. You can have a movable tent, so you're not really tailgating on Lindsay, but you're tailgating on Lindsay. Well, I. No, I don't think we should. You could you could have those things that you see like, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not cool golfers like our our guy Eddie, but the the things that go on people's head and they're like the little canopies that cover their head from the sun, like they the little they're wearing like hats kind of, um, and you could have those and just pretend those are little tents. That, that's that's a great idea. Love that, but I don't think anybody. I don't think the people that would wear that. I don't think are the people you want repping your brand. So that's a little tricky. <laughs> It's just, it's disappointing. It really is. I, I mean, there's I think, no way Brent and Thad don't see this, though, right? Like, they, they know that it's got to be better. Well, like, they're doing this because of Brent and Thad getting them money for what they want, probably. Yeah, maybe. But, but I mean, still, okay, shitty even fan if it's not Lindsay, it's got to be somewhere. There has to be somewhere to tailgate, like for the average, you know, Crimson there is. It's right member. there, right there on the corner, uh, northwest or, or northeast of the stadium. That's the only place close you can tailgate, and that's like five spots. You look at the map; it's literally they don't want you within yeah. shouting distance at the map, of the stadium. Yeah, to tailgate. I I just don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It it truly doesn't. Like, I'm not joking. It it doesn't make sense to me why they are so anti tailgating. Like. There's some type of illusion that people aren't coming down to Norman to get shit faced on Saturday. That's They're what college football is in the about. Stadium now, yeah, maybe that's about it too. They don't want tailgating because they want to sell their beer in the stadium. I mean, we used to just be able to uh, blame David interest, David Bourne, and his right. interest in young gentlemen. I just it oh, it's and it's not that anymore. Can't blame it on that. But see, that, that feels like people that don't power drink enough. You go tailgate, you drink too much beer, you go down, you have to use the restroom. While you're down, coming out of the restroom, what's right there in front of you? Another stand that's selling beer, and I can buy another beer to take back up with me and just repeat the cycle in another quarter. Like, that... I, I mean, it's good for Campus Corner, but, I mean, you know, more people will be coming here because there's no yeah. tailgating on Lindsay. I, they but just, it's not good for game day experience. And, I mean, it is going to be embarrassing when I'm, OU makes the move to the yep, SEC. I'm not familiar with every SEC locale uh, in their tailgating scene, but it just – I don't think that people are prepared. Like, I don't There's think no that people within the university are prepared for what they're about to see. I truly can don't. You imagine when, can you imagine when Ole Miss fans show up, used to the Grove all the damn time, and they walk into what OU's doing? God. 
it's depressing. They'll riot. It really is depressing. But you'll have a shitty band playing in a parking lot. And it doesn't it, it doesn't matter like what uh, and kids rides. I, I just can't believe I can't. I, there's too many smart people in that program that want it to look right and want it to be right to not recognize what this looks like. I, I, I it's the second time they've done it and nobody called them on it the first time. Oh, now we got. Well, I think people now we got did. The they just didn't listen. They yeah. didn't care. Now we got the movement. And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of just people don't care down there. They're going to do, do you know their how to own fight thing. back, people? Go to Soonerscoopstore.com. That's right. And buy buy some damn make Lindsay Street great again. Buy a t-shirt. We'll, we'll white out the stadium with those shirts. Oh, my the, God. Yep. Beautiful. We're not giving them away, though, Josh. No, we're selling them. Okay. They're all going to buy Just want to make sure we're on the same page. No, 100%. Just announced Kent State's checkered the the red, red, white. All all the white shirts will be that. Should we make like some foam Lindsay Street signs for people to carry around in the stadium instead of Boomer and Sooner back and forth? Lindsay Street! (laughs) This all started when they introduced Boomer and Sooner, those stupid-ass mascot horse pigs. Yeah. Somebody in Oklahoma want to do something good? For, yeah, for your kids out there. We're going to have to edit that out. We're gonna, Ruin yeah, the illusion. Yeah, for, so. See, here's the better thing you do. Those are aimed at your children. Make sure your kids know there's a person in there. That's not a real horse. Don't let them have that. Don't let them be fooled and just be little idiots. Like, help them be better You people. would never tell your daughters that because that would ruin Disney for them forever. Um. Oh no. Oh God. They don't want to go to Disney anymore. Cool, man. Tell me where to ruin it. Like I'll. <laughs> again, I'll pay the psychiatry fees if I don't. I can pay that with all the money I would save and not going to Disney ever again. It's surprising to me that they don't get it. I think they get it. They just. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, this is a money grab. They've taken away Lindsay for a money grab and used the excuse of the students in those dorms and their safety. You can't tell me that that's what I mean, we were just down there yeah, yeah. the other day. I mean, like, there's plenty of room. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. I don't know. It's insane. I mean, it's insane. I think that they could even... And, like, I know that there's more people that tailgate than just fraternities or sororities, but there was a lot of fraternities that set up tents over there they could charge the fraternities like fifteen hundred bucks for the season or something. You rent a stall, kind of have the same idea of what they do at Obrate with the uh, fraternities up out there in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. You rent the stall. You are in charge of keeping up with it. You could have pledges go clean it up on Sunday morning and game set match. It's a perfect Saturday. I mean, here's the kicker: when they do build that new building there, do they move the private tailgating to Lindsay Street? I don't know. I think it's good go away. Oh, if they're making a lot of money off of that, they're not going to want to get rid of that. They'll move they it might take away the, tail, the public tailgating spaces. Yeah, eventually, the, the common man's going to be tailgating out on Highway 9. You're going to have to bus into the stadium. God, I don't think you're being too nuts with that. It's just, hey, be better. Be better. I mean, look, you as the fans have a voice. And this isn't the sales job. I mean, you need to say something. You need to make it known. The great Forrest Bennett put it perfectly. He said, when I was at OU, tailgate spots on Lindsay and Asper were free for all. And, then it, and that in itself was part of the college experience for many students. 
the university yeah, send your pledges down there to stay, save a spot inexplicably ended that now this and they say NIL is killing the authenticity authenticity thank you of college football it's just it's f***ed up I don't I don't understand it it's a money grab I mean that's all you have to know like in the, the make the Lindsay make Lindsay Street great again thing is a little bit of a bit but I'm also kind of serious like it, it just doesn't make sense to me why they continue to push people away from the stadium on game days. Yeah. And I think that like in a way, I'm not saying that it's hurt the overall uh, like atmosphere within the stadium, but I think it has in a way. But I mean, you go over there, we all walk past the North end of the stadium. It's just a bunch of people standing around. There's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. It's just people you have to push your way through. It's just become a big traffic jam on the North side of the stadium. It's ridiculous. It's not, it's, there's no atmosphere. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing fun about it. Well, and at a time when so many universities are having trouble getting people to buy season tickets and into their stadiums and that kind of like where attendance is starting to become a problem because they're giving people a reason to stay at home. Yep. Yeah. Like it feels like you're going the opposite direction. Bingo. You're, you're, you're giving people a reason to stay home because Coming to the stadium is it's like trudgery. Like just you got to park, you got to get, you got to wade through all these people. You got to stand in long lines. Like if at least if you're tailgating, you're drinking. I mean, a lot of those people stay there, and then people go to the stadium, and well, then they come and, back. I mean, let, let's be honest too. The 11 a.m. kickoff bullshit hasn't helped the situation no. because mm-hmm. nobody wants to come down here at 7 a.m. to set up or 7 a.m. to start tailgating it's just it it has uh, it's all gone hand in hand which in turn has completely ruined the game day experience in a way you would hope that it gets better at some point but it 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 just it's true i don't think that it's old to say that the the game day experience now completely sucks to what it what it used to be and i do think that like ou's done some things i know that they they hired the uh is it Tyler Paul or something like that to come in from the Las Vegas Knights to run the fan uh, experience in-house fan experience. I think that that's going to be better. Yeah. But like playing crazy train at the beginning of the state, at the beginning (laughs) of the game, maybe we move away from that. Yeah. Just maybe it's just a thought. Well, it's like they, and if that pisses off Betty, who's 85 and been coming to OU games for the last 55 years, who gives a fuck? Seriously, sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. She, she's well. She's gonna she's nag on the lady. person in front of, a, of you, standing. anyways. Stop standing up. Say, stop think... standing. Hey, Betty. How about you shut up? Trying to win football games. I think Betty even finds crazy train objectionable. By the way, I mean because she's old Maybe. enough to remember when Ozzy Osbourne was scary. That's right. <laughs> hey, and and you know what? If you really want to go in on it. Have David Danny Stutzman come out and bite the head of an owl off, or oh the head of a God. bat off the fifty an yard owl. line. Jesus Lord, an owl would be, be interesting. So just don't make it a snowy Allegheny Mountain. Maybe owl. a minor, since they're starting with UTEP. That'd be fun. That would be interesting, though. That'd be a person. Be a lot of chewing. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer had some points. <laughs> oh God. Elevating music time, Josh. Oh, yeah. I think we're way past well, it, it, the it end just, of the pod. It, it doesn't make sense to me, but neither here nor uh, there. They're not going to listen. So, 
We just got to, I'm telling you, Carrie, I love the suggestion on the board. Just a little bit of bluey music right there in the middle of one of Eddie's rants, just to break it up. I think that is possibly the Thinking funniest like the thing theme, I can imagine. The theme song from Between Two Ferns, maybe. <laughs> would, would absolutely work. Um, so, you know, Bob, have you watched anything That's but a- bluey for the last week? I mean, let's, 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 just, let's just have that out, buddy. <laughs> We're only five episodes in. She still loves the first two seasons. So, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Ralph we, Rucker we, we, family. That could be the next like segment. Here's my beef, <laughs> sponsored by the <laughs> Rucker family, who has a great beef company that I'm interested in. If they ever want to sponsor, hey, we did it for prime shrimp. We can do it for beef too. That's right. Uh, I mean, what is Bluey? Uh, it's Australian. a TV show. It's an Australian TV show about a Cartoon. family of dogs. Is it like yeah. uh, like uh, what's his name? Blues Clues. Yeah, no, it's written really it's, well. Same idea. It's way, Real, like, really well written. See, and this is the bullshit. Bob is growing up in a world where Bluey exists. I had to deal with Paw Patrol. Bluey would kick the shit out of Ryder. Ryder sucks, and that Paw Patrol was the worst thing that ever happened in my life. I'm so glad I'm out of that phase. I love Bluey. I I. I would legit watch Bluey without my kids. Like, Correct. it's funny. Like, yes. there are funny moments in it. Um, but it is, I mean, I don't, but I'm just saying, like, I could do that. That's no problem. Paw Patrol, like, I wanted to rip my TV off the wall and throw it. Like, I just, so that it, I would not watch any of my shows just so my children could not watch any more Paw Patrol. <laughs> do they have That's to, is I'm it at. the same guy that, uh, is, is it like a host? Is it like a cartoon type thing? It's yeah, it's pure a, cartoon. It's a, okay. mm-hmm. There's yeah, no. It's all cartoon. Yeah, it's no, not. It's not Blue's Clues. No, yeah, no humans. The quote tweets on the University of Oklahoma Twitter not going well. Boy, <laughs> they had to have <laughs> known that that wasn't going to be oh, received well, right? There's, I don't know if you guys looked at the board. There's a 60 post thread already. There's nobody of that are people pissed. I would hope that there's nobody within the university that goes. People are going to love this. People are going to love that you can spend 1700 bucks to do something that used to be free and more fun. I would hope that it's much like me when I posted the rankings yesterday. Like, ah, like you don't want to really hit the button. You're doing it with one finger. You're not really looking at it. Like, you, you know, like this is going to go bad. Like right. we, we know this is going to go bad. That's right. You would hope that they're not that tone deaf. And I don't think that they are because... I don't either. For the most part, they they make a lot of really good decisions. And I don't even know who they is. So I don't even know who we're talking about, to be completely honest with you. (sighs) I'm exhausted. Someone post the Brent Venables, it ain't good enough video. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of Lindsay, uh, a lot of support for Lindsay Street to be opened back up. Love it. Guess what? We've got the we've got the we got the, merch we got the for formula for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. All right, that's gonna do it. Uh, SoonerScoopStore.com. We are fully restocked. The next great movement will be get off the field on third down. We'll wait till the season starts for that. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we are fully restocked on our retro uh, vintage T-shirt. So uh, go check that out. Um, and uh, not on the wagon one because they're kind of getting cease and desisted on that. We got to find out what's going to go on there. Uh, but um, yeah, pre-orders are going on right now for the Make Lindsay, or Make Lindsay Street Great Again T-shirt. Uh, get those in. The faster you get them in, the faster you will get your T-shirt. I would say I don't have an exact cutoff date, but 
basically, you need to get them ordered now if you want them for the first game day. Um, so do that, and we will rush those out to you as soon as we get them. We've got multiple printings going on right now. Some are going out now. As we get more in, we'll get those out. Uh, we've got you know over 200 orders so far, so a lot to get out, but we're getting them out as fast as we can. So thanks for everybody for your support. Uh, with Sooner Scoop Store, especially. And some new hats are coming in, and some are in our, our uh, trucker hats are back in. We even got that in a, in a cardinal instead of a, a bright red now. Uh, I'll get that up on the website here in the next couple of days. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you back here again next week for another edition of the Unofficial 40 Podcast from SoonerScoop.com.